We're able to win in life by helping other people win. win by helping others win. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word because brother, you need the word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or Facebook. Thank you for tuning in and joining us. We're always a wonderful delight to have you. We'd like to share just a little humor. Two friends had been arguing over a conversation that went on for many years. One of them claimed that Jesus was white. The other claimed that he was black. And the years had gone by and surprisingly, they died on the same day. And both of them ended up in heaven. And the apostle Peter happened to be walking by and they immediately ran up to him and said, excuse us. We have been arguing for many years, and now we can bring an end to this. Tell us, is Jesus black or white? Just then, Jesus walked up to them and said, Buenos dias. I would like to share a scripture over in the book of the Gospel of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew chapter 9, the Gospel of Matthew chapter 9, and would like to read verse 1 and 2. I've been reading, I guess I'm reading through the book of Matthew currently. I'm actually reading through the entire Bible, and so I'm actually in the Old Testament in my journey through the Bible, but In addition to reading through the Bible, what I always do, I endeavor to read something from the Old Testament. I endeavor to read something from the Psalms. I endeavor to read something from the Proverbs. Then I endeavor to read something from the Gospels. Then I endeavor to read something from the Epistles. So I try to do that in addition to reading through the Bible. So I'm always reading at different places through the Bible, but in my gospel readings, I'm just recently in the book of Matthew, and so I was sort of arrested when I got to chapter 9, some things jumped out at me, and so that's what I want to share from Matthew chapter 9, verse 1 and 2. Notice what it says there, it says, and he entered into a ship and passed over and came into his own city, and behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy lying on a bed and Jesus seeing their faith said unto the sick of the palsy son be of good cheer thy sins be forgiven thee and I just want to use as a subject for this particular account when by helping others win when by helping others win. I want you to notice that even though it was this paralytic who was healed, there were others who were helping him to win. 
And they actually won by helping him win. The Bible says that Jesus saw their faith. So they were helping someone and their faith was noticed while they were helping someone who needed the real help. But they were noticed in the process of helping somebody else. So they won by helping someone else win. And this is simply, it's a biblical principle. If you want to receive, you give. You give and you receive. Proverbs eleven twenty five says that when we water others, we ourselves are watered. Or when we refresh others, we ourselves are refreshed. The Message Bible actually says that when you bless others, you yourself, you're blessed. Or when you are good to others, when you help others, you yourself are helped. And so it's a biblical principle that we win by helping others win. So I want you to notice that Jesus noticed their faith. So it lets us know that Jesus is noticing our faith. He's noticing our attitudes. He's noticing our actions. So Jesus is always watching us. Or we can say God is watching us. He's always watching our actions. He's watching our attitude. He's listening to our words. So he's always observing our conduct. He's always observing the way we carry on our affairs. And so he notices their faith. So he notices their attitudes. He notices their actions. And this faith that they had, it was twofold. It was confidence. Faith is confidence in his power. It was confidence in his power. And it was also confidence in his willingness. It was confidence in his power. So faith is twofold. It's confidence in his power. And it's also confidence in God's willingness. So they knew that he could. That's confidence in his power. And they also knew that he would. That's confidence in his willingness. And so you have to always know that not only God can, but he will. He's willing. He's willing. He wants to. He wants to. And so they had confidence in his power and in his willingness. Now, faith is an act. Everybody say that with me. Faith is an act. Faith is an act. And so now where we're reading it in Matthew, it doesn't mention it. But if you read this account in Mark chapter 2 or Luke chapter 5, you get the full account. And this is the account where they tore the roof and lowered the man through the roof when there was no way to bring him through the front door. And this particular account doesn't mention all of that, but it does mention the fact that Jesus saw their faith. So he saw the act of their faith. And what we learn is that what Jesus saw in them, he saw their determination, he saw their persistence, he saw their resolve, he saw that they wouldn't take no for an answer, and he saw that they were willing to overcome obstacles. And so when he saw their faith, he saw all of this, he saw all of this. So it was more than just a glimpse. He saw into their lives, he saw into their hearts, he saw into their character. It also lets us know that we can have faith for others. We can have faith for others. We can have faith on behalf of others. They use their faith 
for someone else. They use their faith for this paralytic. So we can have faith for others. It lets us know that we can pray for other people. We can pray for other people. And sometimes we forget that because oftentimes we consume our prayers praying for us. And, you know, our, like someone said, God bless me and my wife, my son John, his wife, us four, and no more. <laughs> and so, so often that's the extent of our prayers. Our prayers become very self-centered. They become very narrow and focused on our own little world. But this account is illustrating to us that we can use our faith on behalf of others. We can have faith on behalf of others. And so when Jesus saw their faith, what he saw, he saw that they were unselfish. He saw that they were caring. He saw that they were willing to help. They were willing to help. He saw that they were unselfish. He saw that they were caring. He saw that they were willing to help. Now, repeat after me. This is a good confession that we can glean from this account. And we can say this about ourselves as we employ these same traits into our lives. Repeat after me. I am unselfish. I seek to help and assist others. I help others win. Let's say that again. I am unselfish. I seek to help and assist others. I help others win. This is what Jesus saw when he says he saw their faith. He saw more than just them believing that he would be healed. He saw unselfishness. He saw caring. He saw them helping someone else win. He saw them putting their own lives at risk. He saw them risking. He saw them working. He saw them inconveniencing themselves. And so he saw them putting someone else ahead of their own selfish desires and motives. And so we can adopt that same mindset that we are unselfish we seek to help and assist others. We help others win. Now, you'll find this throughout the scriptures. Here's another scripture that says the same thing. Philippians chapter 2, verse 4 says, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. So he's saying don't just consume your life inwardly on your own trivial life, your own problems, your own world. Don't just consume your life because that becomes a very shallow, narrow, focused life. And if you really want to have a satisfying life, if you want to have a fulfilled life, if you want to have a deeper life, if you really want your life to be enriched, also be concerned about the interests of others, the things of others. You become others focused. And so we learn this from these guys from their lives. I like the Message Bible. It puts it this way. Philippians chapter 2 verse 4 says, Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. I like that. Forget yourselves long enough, just long enough. You don't have to forget yourself forever. Just long enough to give a helping hand. <laughs> so just forget about yourself long enough so that you can help somebody else. You can give a helping hand. 
there's a portion of this. This is actually, this is another verse. Romans chapter 15, verse 2. This is Romans chapter 15, verse 2. In the Message Bible, this is just a portion of verse 2. It says, each one of us needs to look after the good of the people around us, asking ourselves, how can I help? Isn't that simple? It's so practical. Each one of us needs to look after the good of the people around us, asking ourselves, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? So we're talking about win by helping others win, and it's becoming others-focused. So it's getting our attention merely from just being stuck on ourselves and putting it on others. So look around you and ask the question, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? Tom Ziegler said, he said, the greatest blessing in life is to help someone else be, do, or have more. The greatest blessing in life is to help someone be, do, or have more. That's the greatest blessing in life. You show your greatness by the way you treat and care for other people. You show your greatness by the way you care and treat other people. Greatness never stops with just yourself. It always seeks to do for others. Greatness always seeking to do for others. We should live We should love and we should matter. Say that with me. We should live, we should love, and we should matter. We should matter. We should make a difference. We should matter in other people's lives. And so these four people who who brought the paralytic notice, it took an investment of their time. It took an investment of their energy, their effort. It was an inconvenience to them. They had a lot at risk because they went up the side of a house So they were risking their own (laughs) well-being. They tore up somebody else's roof. So there was now, you know, could be liability there. (laughs) I don't know if the homeowner had insurance or not. But (laughs) so, you know, there was a lot. They put themselves out there. They really put themselves out there helping somebody else. Think about that. They did all of this for somebody else. And Jesus saw that. So it wasn't just... Their faith, as we think of it, that he was seeing, he was seeing all the effort. He was seeing all of the risk. He was seeing the care. He was seeing the unselfishness. He was seeing all of this in addition to them believing that Jesus could heal them. So he was looking at their whole makeup. He was looking at their whole makeup, and that's really what amazed him. He saw their faith. He's like, wow, these guys are risking a lot here. And it touched them because they were motivated by love. There was no other ulterior motive. They were motivated by love. And so these guys actually won by helping someone else win. We're able to win in life by helping other people win. A.V., if you can play the little video, I just have a little brief video about three minutes long. I'm in Denver, continuing on my mission of kindness. Let's see if the Mile High City can live up to its reputation as one of the friendliest places in America. So what made you decide to give it all up in New York and come and try for a new life here? Everything I do is for him. The reason I made this move is for him to, you know, be in a uh, 
peaceful place, the mountains, and I want him to experience things that I missed growing up. You know, my dad did take me fishing and stuff, but he was always so busy, so I just want to be there. Hey, you awake? Hey, man, man. There is there is such a beautiful bond between you two. I just got here a couple of days ago. I had a job set up and some housing arrangements set up. The housing arrangement fell through. Right now I'm homeless. You know, new two days in town. And I guarantee in a month's time I'll make anything that I need to happen happen. It's like you have to be brought down to your humblest point so you can appreciate other things that are waiting for you. And to anybody out there, that, that feels like they want to humble, man. Just keep going, man. It's not worth it. Don't let it consume you. How do you keep your sense of joy, your spirit soaring when you're in this situation? Well, it's two things for me. This guy here, he fuels the fire. And then the fusion between meditation and prayer, knowing that there's a higher power taking you through life experiences in order to mold you into something that you need to be. Maybe to have this experience to be able to repay the debt when, you know, with someone else, when I get situated, you know, it's paid for, man. I never expected it to be like this, but it's like this, you know what I'm saying? And I've had number good help all the way, you know, so. You know, most people don't want to share their pain. I want to say thank you. And the way I'm going to thank you is by giving you one thousand dollars. Freaking kidding me, man! <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. And another thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to put you up in a hotel for the next seven days. Okay? Man, thank you so much, man. We win by helping others win. When I read into that little documentary, the man who actually helped him, he himself had come to a place in his own life where he felt empty, he felt useless, he felt like he was wasting his life, and he is now full-time dedicated to doing these docu-series where he's just going around the world helping people. And he said it has saved his own life, so he's helping others. He's actually winning by helping others to win. It saved his own life. You don't know the joy it brings you. You don't know the fulfillment it brings you. You don't even know the biological things that happen in your body. It even increases your lifespan when you are altruistic, when you're doing good and when you're helping. It blesses. You can't bless others without blessing yourself. And so we actually win in life when we help others to win. Voltaire said, he said, everyone will be guilty of the good they did not do. Everyone will be guilty of the good they did not do. There's a Chinese proverb that I have quoted often, and it says that if you want to be happy for an hour, take a nap. If you want to be happy for a day, go fishing. 
If you want to be happy for a month, get married. If you want to be happy for a year, inherit a fortune. But if you want to be happy for a lifetime, help others. So there's something powerful. We win when we help others to win. I remember my good friend, Dr. Jason Thomas, was here sharing with us on serving and becoming great through service. And he gave an acronym for being great toward others because Jesus taught the principles that if you truly want to be great, you serve. You become the servant if you want to be great. And so he gave an acronym for being great toward other people. And G is giving. G is giving. Everybody say giving. The R in great is reaching out. Everybody say reaching out. The E in great is being equitable, being fair, equitable. Everybody say equitable. The A in great is attitude, having a joyful attitude as you help others. Everybody say attitude. And the T in great is being touchable. Touchable. Everybody say touchable. Touchable. Being willing to, you know, to make yourself you know, availing yourself to be human, to be personable, to be touchable, to get in the trenches, to get your hands dirty, to get your hands dirty. And so that's being great. That's being great toward others. The extent of your influence depends on the depth of your concern for others. The extent of your influence depends on the depth of your concern for others. And we learn something from the paralytic in this account. We learn something from the paralytic in this account. He tells us the type of people that you should have around you. And I just love it. I think he says to us, have an inner circle of people who positively impact your life. Have an inner circle of people who positively impact your life. That's what the paralytic would say to us. I think he would say, be around people who inspire you, people who lift you, encourage you, build you, motivate you, believe in you, people who have your best interests at heart. And you know, the best way to be around those type of people is to become one of those type of people yourself. That's the best way to be around those type of people. Become one of those type of people yourself. And we also learn from this account here in Matthew that we'll need others to help us. And there'll be times in life where we have to help others. And so it's a two-edged sword. Sometimes we are the paralytic where we need others to carry us. And then there are other times where we are one of the four where we're helping to carry someone else. And I think each of us at different points in life, I think all of us vacillate between those two positions uh, where sometimes we need the help of others. We need the support of others. We need someone to believe in us. We need an encouraging word or a hug or a smile. We need something from someone else. And then there are other times where we are the giver. And so sometimes we are the carrier, and then sometimes we are the one being carried. And I believe that speaks to us. That sometimes we're the paralytic, then sometimes we are one of the four who are carrying the paralytic. I love something that I learned from John Maxwell. He said, focus on people. Show others that you care. Be generous, be likable, remember everyone's name, walk slowly through the crowd. And that's helping you to become others' focus. And then I learned something from a gentleman by the name of Jerry Lucas. He said, if you want to remember everybody's name, 
He used the save method, S-A-V-E, the save method, which is you say it. You say the person's name three times. You say it. Then you ask a question. That's the A. You ask a question about the name. For instance, how do you spell that? <laughs> how do you spell that? So you say the name three times. A is ask a question. The V is visualize something about the person that connects you to that name. For instance, if they have a big mole on their chin, you, you, you associate that mole with that person. <laughs> so, so you visualize something about their personality or something on their person that connects you with that name. And then the E is you end the conversation by saying their name. So you end it by saying, all right, Annette, enjoy talking with you. (laughs) So that's the save method. You say it three times, you ask a question about it, you visualize something, and then you end the conversation. Everybody say, say it three times, ask a question about the name, visualize something about the person and then you end the conversation with saying the person's name. They help you to remember people's name as you walk slowly through the crowd. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I'll just share this last couple of points and then I'm done. One of the expressions of our gratitude in life, one of the ways that we express gratitude in life is by helping others. When you're so conscious and cognizant of the grace of God in your life and all of his wonderful blessings in your life, it makes you more generous. It makes you more appreciative for people and it makes you want to help, makes you want to do more for others. And so helping others, whether it's, you know, serving or some kindness or even giving a gift, all of those are actually expressions of gratitude. We express our gratitude by helping others, by serving others, by giving to others. It's an expression of the grace of God that's in our lives, expression of the grace of God that's in our own lives. Here's another method I learned. It's called the ESPN method, and I learned this from Brian Byro. Uh, He said that when you give to others, use the ESPN. Anybody watch ESPN? Anybody watch ESPN Sports? All right. (laughs) Well, ESPN stands for, the E is for energy and effort. So when you give to others, give with great energy and effort. That's the E. The S is surprise. Surprise them. Surprise them. Do something for them. Buy them a gift. Surprise them. So you give with energy and effort. S is surprise. Then the P is be present, fully present. Be in the moment, live in the moment, be fully present, be fully there, be present. And then the end is now, do it now, do it now. So if you want to bless others, you want to be good to others, use the ESPN method. Do it now, do it now. Praise God. Well, we'll stop right there. There's some more I'm going to be sharing uh, from Matthew chapter 9. That was just a chapter that God arrested me with. And so you know the drill. When he arrests me, I arrest you. So <laughs> So we'll be studying a little bit from Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9 is a jam-packed chapter. It's probably the busiest chapter in the whole Bible, especially in terms of what Jesus was doing. It's probably the busiest day in the life of Jesus, Matthew chapter 9. 
it is jam-packed. It's just one thing after another, one thing after another, and so we'll be studying that. So I'm reading through Matthew, but that's where the Holy Spirit stopped me. He stopped me at Matthew chapter 9. I said, all right, Holy Ghost, I see you. <laughs> so we'll camp out at Matthew chapter 9, and uh, we'll teach through some of Matthew chapter 9. Praise God. Amen. Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. And we want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this message in its entirety, absolutely free of charge. And you can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was the sermon titled, Win by Helping Others Win. By C. Elijah Bronner. This sermon is number 7849. That's 7849. To listen to thousands of free sermons or to send this sermon number 7849 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Oh, brothers of the word.